The Gun Dog Notebook Podcast is presented to you by Onyx Hunt, crafted to be the number one digital mapping resource for hunters, anglers, and landowners. Download the Onyx Hunt app from your phone's app store today and use my promo code GDN20 for 20% off your Onyx subscription. If you want to get the most of your dog and your training sessions, you need nutrition that holds nothing back. Yukonuba's new premium performance lineup is built with the nutrients dogs need to help unleash their maximum potential. That starts with providing energy that matches their efforts, supporting optimal nutrient delivery, and supporting post-exercise recovery. Check out the new Yukonuba premium performance lineup and find your dog's fuel at yukonubasportingdog.com. I also want to thank Dakota 283 Kennels for everything that they're doing, making dog travel super, super, super easy. You can definitely check Dakota 283 Kennels out on Dakota283.com. Use my promo code TGDN10 for the new military grade crates, G3 Kennels, and a whole wealth of other new products and offerings from Dakota 283. I also want to give a huge shout out and a huge thank you to Jeff and Josh Reuter at Trinity Bretons, Trinity Kennels. Um, so you guys should probably go check out a couple of new updates from them. Rhea Descent Cato. I think that's how you say it. It's in French, I'm assuming. But anyway, they got a new, new little pretty girl, new pup that's coming in and hopefully they'll get some good breeding off of her. So if you guys are interested in a French Brittany, definitely go check out Trinity Kennels. Also, definite congratulations to Champion Moose, okay? Um, he actually won his champion of the field in, on October 3rd. Um, and he has been just a phenomenal dog. Um, we talk a bit about Moose on um, some previous episodes with Jeff and Josh and with George Hickox. So check out Trinity Baton, uh, Bretons whenever you get a chance on Instagram. And also check out TrinityKennels.com for a new pup. Hey guys, I want to give a special shout out and a huge thank you to Brennan Landry and his son over at Cable Gangs, all right? You can check out Cable Gangs on Facebook and Instagram. It's just Cable underscore Gangs with a Z. They come in two different series. You got the Gun Dog series and the All Age series. The Gun Dog series is an all cable, uh, one eighth inch galvanized steel cable coated to a 316th inch uh, with PVC blaze orange coloring. Uh, the drop attachments are six feet apart, including the end termination. So if someone wants to use a swivel end stakes, there's enough room for the dogs on the end. There's also two to five dog options. Now, for y'all big time guys, y'all field trialers, you got the all age series. You got three sixteenth galvanized cable coated uh, to one fourth an inch with PVC blaze orange coloring. Of course, uh, the same distance between the drop connections and their four to 10 dog options. Nine and ten dog systems include a center ring for a third stake. Center rings are optional for four to eight dog systems for an extra ten dollars. The drops are made with solid brass swivel bolt snaps on both ends, 21 inches standard length, and they can make custom links as well. There's a half inch trigger uh, snap available for larger anchor points like on a dog trailer and they do sell individual drops separately at whatever length that you guys want. So hit them up at Cable Gangs. Thank you, Brennan Landry and son. 
And lastly, I want to thank Garmin Fish and Hunt for their new products and everything that they're doing to support the Gundog Notebook podcast. Um, check out their new Alpha 200. All right. There's a whole lot of features that I want to get into a little bit later on in a, in a few episodes down the line. I'm definitely interested in getting my hands on one. So if you go and need an e-collar for your pup during this hunting season, check out Garmin. Also, I'm using the Pro 550 Plus if you need a good training collar. All right, guys, here we go and getting into the episode. As most folks know at this point in time, this is the Gundog Notebook Podcast. Um, you know, we got Craig Bangard on, 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 the, on the line, man. How's it going? Oh, we're doing all right. We're okay. doing all right. All right. Uh, enjoying this heat that came back. It got cold, you know. When you and I went out training, it was good temperature and uh woke up last week and it got hot on us again yeah of course of course that that day man was honestly <laughs> legit like and i want to get into it but you couldn't have asked for better temperatures like you know on that day that that we got there other than just getting colder but the dogs didn't seem to to, to trip out about it too much no nah, no nah, it was all right with them it was a little wet a little humid but you know they gotta do what they gotta do. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I think you were the perfect person to get on here with. Um, first of all, because I see us doing a whole lot of hunting together. So number one, I, I see that in in our very 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 near future. <laughs> um, and because of that, we got dogs and everything. And I I like when when you get out with folks and they dogs act like they know what they're doing. You know, um, your dog, de- both, your, your dog, your dog definitely did come out and act like they knew what they was doing. So I, uh, I appreciate that. Mr. Hampton h- held it down. But anyway, I was saying that because I do want to go through some sponsor stuff and, and kind of just go through a, a little bit of a recap of what I got going on. I'm excited about the season going on and, you know, I kind of want to touch on really, all of my sponsors, you know, of course, through the podcast, but you, you, you are pretty familiar with three of them. That'd be Onyx, Yukonuba Sporting Dog, and Dakota 283 Kennels. Yeah. Um, while we're on here, and I've never had anybody like give me like straight up feedback about, you know, any of the like sponsor products that I use or whatever, but can you go, go down the line, man? Tell me some of the good that you like about any of that stuff, man, because we had a conversation about that too. You know, let's start out with Yukonuba. Um, they, uh, I've been feeding that to Hampton, and uh, they just switched over to that new brand or that new formula that they're using. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find any old stuff, so they sent me some of that new stuff. And what we talked about was the shape of it, and he didn't use the crunch. Yeah. Dog food when he was eating. Yeah. And now with that new shape of it, I see he's starting to crunch it. I don't know. If <laughs> Or any worse form or whatever, right? Uh, but he seemed to be enjoying that a lot. Okay, okay. And um, I, I told you, uh, it was, I think we had this conversation uh, earlier too. They expanded their bag size, so it's like forty pound bags now. Um, oh yeah, that was cool because. The smaller bags, I mean, the food is good regardless, man, but the smaller bags, I just flew through it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's a, what is that, a 30% increase or something like uh-huh. that? Uh-huh. It's lasting forever, so yep. Yep. That's, that's a good thing, I guess. 
we're going to end up spending the same amount of money on a, <laughs> on a bag of dog food in the long run right. over time. Right. But, you know, you don't have to forget so often. Okay. <laughs> now, had you noticed, what were you, if you don't mind me, you know, me asking, what were you um, using beforehand before you can Uber? Before that, he was eating uh, the Purina sport dogs. Okay. Okay. Um, and, you know, he hasn't had, he hasn't had many problems with this. He hasn't had any problems with the Yukonuba. Mm-hmm. He used to have some gastrointestinal problems, stuff like that. I'm not saying that's a, that, 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 that's the, uh, whole food or anything like that. Right. Uh, there's something definitely, um, that agrees with him better now. Right. Right. Um, and I see cable gangs just got on here too. I actually want to talk about that in a second in a minute, but okay. So we got you going and I was, I was just really, I, I knew about the, uh, it's so funny that you hit me up like, Oh, what's going on with, with the bags not being on Chewy. Cause shortly before that, they had told us that they were releasing, you know, some new stuff anyway. So it was like perfect timing on you. <laughs> but, uh, like You got to know something about it. Uh-huh. You're always you can do this, that, this, and the other. And I was like, Darrell's got to know something about <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, 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 uh, we had a good time going to their factory, uh, last year and seeing, you know, everything that they got going on. But then, um, were you using Onyx too? I'm, I'm gonna switch it up on you. Yeah, I got Onyx. Okay. Uh, I, right now I've just got it for our home state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to upgrade that here shortly because, you know, I, I go to Arkansas and I hunt ducks uh-huh. anywhere else I want to go. So I'm just going to do the whole, you know, nationwide deal right. um, and use it that way. Right. Um, it's, I've got, I've got, I don't know how to share things on there, but I'm mm-hmm. share things and maybe one day I'll share something with you. Well, we're going to be doing a whole lot of hunting together anyway. So I'm going to just, we, we'll, we'll get some real time, like <laughs> stuff going on. Told you to bring you to a place, you're still gonna know because you're gonna look at my honest and be like, Oh, this is this is where we're at. This is what, but the good thing is, though, the good thing is, you can take that away, like you can like undo it, yeah. So, you know, that's always a good thing. So, you know, somebody get out there and you know, uh, screw up the hunt in some kind of way for you, you just snatch that little that little waypoint back. So, <laughs> um, and you also gonna be out there in Utah too, right? Juice coming out from there. Um, yeah, I lived out there for a while. I lived out there for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, I got back here in 2013, 2014, mm-hmm. um, and go out there occasionally. I haven't been back out to hunt, but I want to go back to go back out there and hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to put together a trip, okay. you know, spend some time out there, hunt some upland, hunt some waterfowl. Mm-hmm. Waterfowl's awesome out there. Uh, a lot of rough grouse and stuff like that out there. So that's that's a good place and. I don't think that I need on that because I've been to those places a lot of times. But right. you know, you know, you never know. You know, you find something special. Mm-hmm. You gotta well, well, look, put them, put them in there just so you get to practice on the waypoints, and then you can use that good old because like y'all got a lot of mountains and stuff out there. Use that three D feature. Did um, did you see that they they just rolled that out? Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, I tied it on my house and. Uh, you know, my house looked pretty good. Okay. <laughs> you, you're proud of the work you got got done. <laughs> okay. All right. We got that. And then to piggyback off the whole GPS thing, 
um, Garmin just released that 200, uh, I think it's 200 I, mm-hmm. you know, uh, collar. So I'm, I'm trying to nudge them <laughs> to send me one of those. If you get one, I want, I want to look at it. Okay. All right. you know, I'm going to need, I've only got the one collar that I have now for Hampton. I need that other, I need another one for Poppy. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, they got to have the same deal. I yeah. got to know where they're going. You I got to compare them together. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What um I was using with that, it, it if you're using the two, the, the, the not the two, the TT15, like all of that mm-hmm. stuff basically carries over, man. And um, what I was going to end up doing was getting the old Alpha, the first one, the Alpha 100, and Ooh. then that inReach um, device. And... Because it honestly, like, I really don't get a whole lot of reception in the woods anyway. Um, the in the in reaching was, you know, definitely kind of an incentive. Like, oh, okay, I want to get one of those, and I had just never pulled the plug. And thankfully, I didn't pull the plug because now you can get that two hundred um, I with the in reach feature in it. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, dang, I'm glad I didn't spend that money. They're probably all they're all probably compatible as well. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. So that would be that would be a good deal. Now right. the problem the problem is I gotta get two of them, and you're gonna have to get two of them soon. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. well. No, all I need is the tran. All I need is the transmitter, like the the, the okay. device. Yeah. I can yeah. sync all the the um the all collars the up. Yeah, I got you know the collars. I ain't worried yeah. about that. Um, so at least I won't be spending nine hundred and something dollars. You know, yeah. I'll be spending six or seven. <laughs> <laughs> Unless oh, yeah. I can get them hand in wink wink garment to um <laughs> to send it to me. Hundred dollars. <laughs> like God, man. Um, so we got that. And then um the other new update that we had, did I tell you when we were out there, um Dakota two eighty three kennels got a whole bunch of new surprises. Did I tell you about that? You said that they were coming and you, you couldn't tell me yet. Okay. Well, I still can't tell you yet, but they do. <laughs> Chris Rockwell out here too. Dang, that's my buddy right there. Uh, but yeah, I still can't tell you. But I did want to say <laughs> that there's a whole bunch of new stuff coming out, um, and it was such a it was it was a surprise to see that you had those two um, Dakota two eighty three kennels. Um, not that I didn't know you had them, but honestly, like I was when I did get mine, I was kind of bouncing between that gray color that you got and wow. that the the khaki sand color that I got. Um, and I like it. Like, I really like that gray. So I might, you know, pick me up uh, when yep. I. There's a little one. She's coming. There you go. I, I wanted I wanted that khaki sand colored one. Mm-hmm. Or two of them because I got two of them. Mm hmm. I had to get a new channel, so I had to get the other one a new channel at the same time. I wanted that khaki one, but they were actually sold out. So I got these two, and I'm happy with the color. Yeah. I'm happy with the color. Okay. Um, either way, they're the same kennel. They're strong. Yeah. Strong kennels. You strap them in the truck. They're not going anywhere. There you go. Um I do like that, and I'm going to be putting mine on the road. I think I'm going to get that gray color next, though, man. I'm going to go ahead and commit to it. Um, you know, with this, like you got a puppy, I got a puppy coming <laughs> yeah, yeah. after a while. So I, uh, we might as well get used to that. And then speaking of puppies, um, Trinity kennels, Trinity, uh, not be, be uh, Lord Jesus. 
That's what happens when you get to trying to speak French. It's the Epignol Breton. But anyway, Trinity French Britneys. <laughs> Trinity Kennels. Um yeah, French I, yeah, man. Like I, I I got caught up on here, got on Instagram trying to flex it, got too comfortable, man. <laughs> Thought that I was gonna sit here talking French. Um but uh Josh, actually, I just sent him a painting, uh, and I, I just kind of wanted to publicly say happy birthday to Mr. Jeff Reuter and Josh and Trinity Kennels. They, they've really looked out for me, and they are the other new sponsor. Um, and as much as I talk trash about other dogs that are not pointers, I'm actually not really mad at a Brittany man. <laughs> Either one. Like, I actually think them dogs are kind of dope. I like them. Yeah, yeah. I like. Them. I was surprised you, uh, you know, you allow these uh, ugly mutts to run around with yours. <laughs> oh, if they had a messed up or done something crazy, I was just gonna talk trash about. It. Like, That's why you don't get them <laughs> damn German dogs. That's what you know. So y'all didn't give me a chance to talk trash. Nah, you nah, know. That's- that's good. Yeah. yeah. Y'all, y'all didn't give me a chance to talk trash and I, I appreciated getting out there. Um, so with that being said, just going through a list of books and things like that, I also need to thank you for a dog, a gun and time enough. This good old book that you gave me to, to loaned me, not gave me, but loaned me. <laughs> okay. Um, so of course I went, I came back home and went to scouring the internet to see if I, um, could find it, and of course, you were right. I could not find that book. <laughs> that, there's a reason I loaned it to you, <laughs> bro. I get it. I I get it. And I uh I got here, and at the book I cleared everything off the front seat, and I set that book in the front seat, made sure nothing else touched it. My wife got here, whatever, and she actually just logged on. I'm talking about her, but anyway, <laughs> um, she's in the other room. But anyway, Ashley, you can you can attest to this too. Um, I'm gonna put it back on, but this good old book right here, I hounded her a little bit about. And I was like, "Hey, don't sit on that book. <laughs> Watch out, we we can't find another one of these, and I can't buy him another one." There, you bend it up. It, it makes for a story. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I still didn't want it bent up, man. Yeah, like you said, I, I put a seatbelt on it. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, Call, give me a call when you get into that book. I'm about That's to, it. like, I'm literally finishing up um, um, the Riggins White Knight story because I read mm-hmm. super slow and an- Amazon, not Amazon, but analyze everything um, in it and take notes and do this. So I, it takes me 50 years to get through a book, but I'm literally at the last few pages of that and then I'm going to hop into this. I had a lineup, oh, yeah. but, you know, this is kind of one of them rare things and I don't want to hold it too long. So I kind of need to read through it and get it back to you. I've, I've already read it. I probably need to read it a few more times because it is very descriptive. Okay. Okay. It's, uh, it's, now, it's how, did, how did you describe it to me when you um, first gave it to me? I, I really like the way that you broke that down. You know, it was so long ago. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Two whole weeks ago. He, that's the first book by George Bird Evans that I've read. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a little research on him looking for a book, obviously, to find that book and get that book. Um, and he, you know, he's West Virginia old timer. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you 
you know, you're reading a paragraph in that book, you're standing in the mud watching and seeing what he's seeing. He describes in his words everything right. perfectly. And, you know, it's, I'm a slow reader. I mean, I, I barely read any books. And I read <laughs> that book so quick because I was just like, I am not in my house right now. I am, you know, walking behind these setters. Right. You know, setters or setters and not different wire hairs. <laughs> oh, look, see, you signing yourself up now. I got this setter coming next next uh, spring now, so you better be on it. <laughs> you better be on it, bro. <laughs> um, and my wife actually liked that description. But yeah, man, like I, um, you, you said you you felt like you were standing in the mud and, and things like that. Um, I've never read George Bird. Obviously, I want to, but you know, considering the God awful numbers of books that I already have that I have not read yet because I, I, I get receive and buy more books that I can actually read through. <laughs> He's on my list. So I'm actually glad that you gave it to me. Um, you know, when you did, because that's going to kind of force me to pick up the pace a little bit, um, yeah. you know, and do that. And yes, now he had them rhyming setters though. I'm getting a, uh, uh, more of a trial setter, I guess you call it a Llewellyn. Um, it will Llewellyn bloodline, but um, you know he George Bart Evans was Evans was also just known for those rhymings. So <laughs> I, I really want to see how he um, describes those dogs and how they hunt. You know, because um, it's got to be different than what I've seen already. Yeah, in those in those dog chapters, it's broken into three sections. Uh, you know, gun, dog, and, and time enough. Mm-hmm. Um, in those dog sections, each chapter basically describes he's describing another dog um, that he has had through his time, and uh, you know you'll you'll be able to tell you know what their head shape is compared to what you're getting, or what really? their size, what their coloration is compared to what you're getting. Wow, uh, kind of even how they act sometimes. It's you know I don't it's all what he's writing. You know I could write mm-hmm. about my dogs and say my dogs are different, but right. You never know, but it, it's cool. It's cool that somebody actually sat down and spent the time to describe those things that we like to enjoy so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, I am excited to um, to get into it. And I also got um, round. Actually, the same day you gave me that, I got this one again. Getting more than I can actually like. <laughs> keep up with but i got uh the fragrance of grass by uh guy de la valdan i think that's how you pronounce his name um so i got that and lord jesus that's not those that's like those are the last two that i got i got a number of others that are just literally sitting right over here and just stacked up but we're gonna get through it so anywho (laughs) um you know I also got a gang of magazines over here, Backcountry Journal. I was in that Quail Forever. I was in that Redose, Project Upland, Two Gun Dog Magazines, Garden and Gun, and New Shooting Sportsman. So I'm crammed, my brother. I'm crammed. You got all of them. I got all of it, man. I got an, I got enough to 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 fill the season. Um, I, I I got enough to fill the season. Say that again. I'm excited about the uh, the. Gundog, the confidential coming out. Yo, that's gonna be dope. That's gonna be dope. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that's gonna be dope. Coming out this month, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. I I want to give a sneak peek to that too, but I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna let you wait till issue two. Okay. 
I'm going to let you wait till issue two. I'm going to just, I'm going to just say that I'm going to, I'm going to tell you to wait on hunting dog confidential issue number two. And it ain't that many of them. That's the thing. They're not. Um, so project Upland and Craig Koshik and Jennifer Rapinski, they're, they're, they're over that project. And, um, it is not going to be like, uh, you know, standard, you know, Project Upland magazine. Like, it's it's not going to be like this. It's going to be like two or three of these. Yeah. You know, like, as far as with Twice a year, uh, coffee table material. Yes. <laughs> like, it is it is a, um, a, a kind of a big, you know, thick book. And it... The way Craig explained it to me, he wanted to explore, you know, various types of hunting dogs, but the other things that you don't know about them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so the story should be really, really, really exciting, um, you know, and and hopefully, you know, hopefully it, 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 and I know it will, you know, go through for a long time, but I'm hoping that all the writers in there take it like way, way, way back in history, like. You know, but still, I think there's going to be some aspect of like personal application in there, too. So it's something cool. The way that he explained it, man, I'm really looking forward to getting it. Um, and like I said, it's something that's going to be thick. So if, if if that doesn't add to your reading list, I don't know that what would. Um, but, Craig, the reason that you're on this call, man, the reason that you own this call is because what was that? Two weeks ago we was out training. Is that uh, in a week and six days. A week and six. Okay. All right. So a day shy of two weeks. <laughs> um, so we were out at Shane's, you know, working dogs. And number one, I, I think just the timing lined up for us, for, for us to go ahead and get out there because I'm type person be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, I want to get out and hunt. I want to get out and hunt, which and so on and so forth. And you meet people, but sometimes you just kind of got to do it. You know, and you, you was like, look, let's let's get out and like actually go to work, dog. So um, we did that. We got went out to Shane's place. Shane's got wild birds, which the whole property. He first of all, he's a clown. I wish he was on here, but uh, we'll, we'll get him around next time we do another training day. Um, Not having the Internet out there. so Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's the only catch. So, but the benefit of him not having internet out there or good internet out there is we just got to do it in person next time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we, we got to do it in person next time. So, we, we, I, I really appreciated the fact that we did have the wild bird opportunities to work dogs on. Um, and we had a couple of surprises, man. Like, I, I think we, we, as you and I spent some time just kind of scouring an area at one point in time, but you know, the three of us covered a, a good bit of, of ground and I think we all accomplished stuff, but I really wanted to know, you know, what do your expectations look like, man? Like going into a training day, something, you know, kind of something, cause it was real, just kind of lax casual, but I think we all had something we wanted to, to get done. So what did that look like for you? I think from from my side, I like how it was. I like how relaxed it was. You know, we didn't have big expectations or anything like that. Um, you know, wild birds are wild birds in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, thank you, Shane. They're there. Right. Uh, keep up the good work. <laughs> for real. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for real. 
And uh, no, I think I think uh, I think we met all my expectations. We found birds. The dogs found birds. Um, we knew the, the weather, like we said earlier, was good weather, mm-hmm. but uh, it's still a little wet, still a little weird. The first what dogs probably first rodeo in a while. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and I did not wear Crocs this time. <laughs> so I said I did not wear Crocs this time. <laughs> that, that is true. There are a good amount of thorns and briars, Rubus, uh-huh. uh, and you know Crocs are cool, but <laughs> I'm not allowed to have a pair. Well, again, <laughs> you know, I I think all you got to do. And my wife can co-sign to this. All you got to do is you go ahead and bite the bullet and buy a pair. And your wife going to talk bad about you. She going to talk bad about you. She going to talk so bad. But keep wearing it. Stick it out. Just keep wearing them. And keep wearing them. And when you come out of your hunting boots, put your Crocs on. And keep doing it. After about two weeks, she'll be sold. And next next thing that's going to happen is she can start wearing your shoes around the house, your Crocs around the house. That's what's going to happen. And see, that's what happened to me. I was kind of like, I, I, you know, you're talking all that big game, but I see you got a, uh, see you like them Crocs over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm walking on clouds. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I thought so. So then, yeah. you know, as, as, a, as an impromptu gift, you got gifted a pair of uh, tie-dye Crocs. Can't resist it, man. <laughs> They're not good for the for the mud. Though. No, no, I was an idiot. That that little spot that we were um searching in between was it that that pond and uh, right on the side of the pond. And yeah, that, and that slope up where, uh-huh. where I was when I was running in Crocs there the last time. No, sir. <laughs> like I was like, why did I do this? <laughs> I got out there too chill. Like we talking about, it was a chill day. It was too chill, man. Like <laughs> I got out there some crocs. Like okay, what are we doing? But the area was good, um, and I think it was productive for a number of reasons. Now, the first surprise that we had, though, um, what do you think happened when all three of our dogs overran those birds? The wind was blowing off our left. They were right on the edge of all that cover. Uh, with that cover being to their right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all three of those dogs ran. Somebody probably stepped on one. Yeah. And just didn't move. Right. Um, and just kept running along that cover. Um, they may have just gotten out there. Those birds did. Mm-hmm. Um, they look so young, too. Stuff off to the left that's coming across. Yeah. Um, they're too excited. Mm-hmm. They haven't been on wild birds and three, four, five, six months. Yep. yep. Um, there's a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought those birds were a little small when they got up, though, man. They looked young. They were small. You know. Um, or half size, probably. Mm-hmm. Now, we got into a lot of conversation out there in the process because what, what happened was we got – you know, your dog, your white hair, Shane's short hair, and, and my pointer. <laughs> Funny to think about that, but we had those three dogs working out there, and everybody's kind of doing their thing. Um, and you actually took the time to break down some of the, the, the stuff that they might be eating, and it was so funny the moment that you went down and picked up, 
you know, stuff off the ground. <laughs> they flushed up. But uh-huh. I thought it was dope. What was it, Potter's P that you you were talking about? Like the difference in how you understood like the way it broke down. Yeah, like Potter's P is kind of like that natural. I guess it's a weed. Um, it's kind of like a partridge pea. It's it's you know it's got kind of a broad leaf on it, and it grows these pea pods. You got some pictures on it on your yep, Instagram. Yep, yep. Uh, those pea pods that have peas inside, just like you have like a string bean or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh look, this looks like some good quail food. I know they eat on partridge pea, and this is a similar you know in line with that partridge pea. And then boom, there goes the quail. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now you gave you you also gave me a trick because I ain't no I ain't no gardener now. Like I kind of I have my own ways of identifying quail habitat stuff like that. Um, and 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 it, one of those was the one of the other surprises when we actually came across those berries, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and stuff. We'll get to that. But you told me about an app that I still need to download. What was that app called to like identify plants? Oh, uh, picture this. Okay. I think it's the name of it. Okay. Um, and I've used that at work. It's awesome. You just take a picture of the leaf or the needle or the flower or anything like that. And it will bring you to the right answer uh-huh. and then two other options. So, you know, we could have taken a picture of that, of that partridge pea or that potter's pea. Yep. And it gave us, you know, three things that are all in the same family nice nice well that's that's good to have man because you know i i there sometimes you have quail that just flush out of funky areas man and you kind of wonder like well what was going on here um and instead of trying to sit there and guess or take some with you and then go back home and identify you can just snap that right there i thought that was dope now we all was all right so the dogs kept running and Sai ended up uh, in the middle of the dang field, man. And like, then we had that whole covey get up in the middle of that field. It was the yeah. weirdest time of the day. You know, 1030? Well, yeah. 1030 or 11? Yeah. It, oh. it, it, it was not during a time that I would have thought they would have been feeding. Considering it was also wet. Mm-hmm. So maybe... I mean, because they were just like literally in the in the in the wide open. I mean, obviously we couldn't see them, but that that to me, considering predators and stuff like that, that just seemed real bold. It was. I think it was foggy too. Mm-hmm. So it stayed darker later. Um, I would have known what it looked like at sunset because you were late. <laughs> <laughs> right. I did. I did pull up late. <laughs> <laughs> But and they're in the middle of that field too. You, then they were definitely feeding, but that grass was cut short. Right. Uh, so yeah, they they were just bold. That that was bold, man. And it was a lot of them. What was it like? What What do you think that was? Maybe 10? 10, 15 in between there. Yeah. I was so that, I, first group, that first group was like four, five, six. Mm-hmm. Because uh, what, what was it? Two went one other. way, two went the other. Something something yeah. funky like that. Yeah. And two that went into the thick stuff, we were like, we can't go in there. <laughs> I ain't going in there. <laughs> so let's go this way and follow those two. And that's how we ended up finding those other 10 right. right. So we, we, we got that. Cy ended up stepping. We didn't get any points out of that. I just, something was going on with, 
and everybody goes back to scenting conditions, but this is one where I'm really convinced, like, I don't think scent was really moving at the time. Um, it couldn't have been because like size and Sai hunts that place more than either of our dogs hunt that place. So right now, <laughs> right. Sai <laughs> is actually out there right now. <laughs> like, um, uh, you know, but <laughs> I, I sat there and I was like, okay, he didn't, he didn't, he, it was like he caught wind of something but he couldn't. He just couldn't lock it down, and they were just sitting there. But the, I think dogs get get weirded out when he when they're standing in the middle of a covey like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they just legit get weirded out. Um, only because it was they had to have either been running or or, or something like that. Because he just was like, "Where are we going? Like, what's what are we doing?" He was like, kind of trying. You could see him like trying to lock up, but not locking up because at one point. It was the weirdest thing in the world, and they got on up. Um, you we know, were also 100, 150 yards away. Right. And they, you know, they could have been like, I don't know what's going on either. They're walking around in circles, and he's in the middle of them. Right. So I can't see him. I can <laughs> barely smell him. <laughs> and, and, and we out of there. Um, yeah. Okay. So then we got that covey. Um. And what did we keep going around that bend? At at what point did did Shane end up having to take off for a second? Our guide. He took off after that covey. We walked all the way down to the end to bend around. I mean, come back up and mm-hmm. try to find out where they went to in the woods. Um, That's what it was. Because he needed water. He needed to flush the toilet. Mm-hmm. He needed to drink water. So we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've been around the team, but that's when he left. Yep. And then, okay. Yeah. And then at that point, so we ended up coming into the, that berry kind of thing. And that's when I was kind of like, this looks kind of funky. Like, hmm. Every time I found quail, it were they, were those blackberries? No, those weren't blackberries. That. Because they were yeah. like, a, like a, like a purplish something. It's like a purplish pink. Um, you have a picture of it. I need yeah. to look at it. I'll look at it and find that out. Yeah. Uh, I meant to do that. I forgot. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what those things are, but every time I see it, I find birds in it. Huh. And like, yeah. historically, every time I've come across any of that type of stuff in Georgia, especially in South Georgia, I um, I, I come across birds. I, I don't know. Beautyberry. Let me see. Let's see what oh. beauty berry is. Uh oh, we might we might got somebody on here. Hang yeah. on. I think that <laughs> beauty berry. Yes, that is exactly what it was. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. So just <laughs> see, and this is why we do live streams because I'm not an expert, <laughs> but there's somebody on here that knows. Every time I've seen, okay, bet. Like I'm gonna write that one down in my gun dog number. But every time I have found birds, it was um, beauty bear. The Plody says, let's call them call them quail berries. <laughs> All right, so now we have them as quail berries, and yeah, there you go. Um, 
we have quailberries. So, all right, let me, let's take a break from this while I got Plody's attention out here. Beauty berries and everything like that. I kept after that. I kept titling like all of my pictures and stuff like in the land of Quixote or something like that. I had to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the reader in me, and that is the 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 literary person in me. So the story of Don Quixote is actually a funny. It's funny as all as hell, but. It is it is a story that just resonates with me all the time. Um, so <laughs> just to clear the air, like um Bloody said he had to look it up. So just just to clear the air, all right. Where that even came from, Shane's property in my phone is listed as the land of Quixote. Okay. Only because we were the last time it was Shane and I just working dogs together. Um there was that one spot where it gets like kind of real open and just kind of bare um, on the far, 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 far end of the property. It just kind of gets a little bare. Um, yeah. Matter of fact, when I when I was like, damn, Vegas is running like four, five hundred yards, like went where he was. So we were walking over there one day and I. Um, Shane was like. I feel like we in like a Western or something like that. Like <laughs> it just, we, you know, we like walking there on this like open plain looking thing. And, you know, we got two guns in our hand and then and the sun is kind of setting. It was just, it was like just the perfect setting for a Don Quixote like movie or something like that. And it's two guys, you got, you know, Quixote and, and, and his little partner. Um, and I don't know why it just, that's just where I went. You know, that's just where that went. So I have, since named that place the land of Quixote, um, it I, I think it was way, it was it was way less deep <laughs> than what it sounded in the pictures. <laughs> it well, was that's something going with it. So yeah, yeah. bring six guns out every time we're at Shane's place, and uh, you know, wait for the dust cloud to roll by. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Now is now is good. Now you have to see that every time, and I'm and I'm gonna like. <laughs> photo filter it up and stuff like that anytime I take pictures just so it'll it'll give that same vibe um but yeah so that was that was what that was um and that's where that reference was but I really just on in a literary note man I I really like that song it's it's just satire that's all Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yes yes Plody I confused the shit out of everybody so (laughs) inside joke you know, I uh, I that 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 is now the inside joke that is only available to people that are now Gun Dog Notebook subscribers. So you know that is only for this episode. You know anybody else won't know what it is. Um, but anywho, so to backtrack, we back at the quail berries. All right, so that is the name of them now. They are quail berries. All right, all right. So we're we're there. I say, oh, okay, like might be some birds here because we were talking about something and Hampton ends up going and locking up mm-hmm. <laughs> on the other side of it but he locked yeah. up on a single yeah that was a single so the beauty berries are right here on our left and we we're walking down this kind of cut path um, the left of us was kind of a ditch um, what you figured the birds would be in a ditch mm-hmm. around water coming out of the field into that ditch and Hampton locked up on the right side where it sloped all the way back up. 
and we had to get our uh, mountain climbing gear on. Of course. You know. Of course. You looking at, and that bird ran away. He ran. He did. That bird it, did not fly. Just ran straight yep. up the hill, wherever the hell he went. To. Yep. Yep. And there was no more covey. <laughs> like. so, so we started with 10 to 15, found one, and he ran away. And There was no the more. Land, so land of Cody. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> they gone. <laughs> they gone. <laughs> In the land of Quixote, they gone. <laughs> so they yeah so i mean it, it we we did have to get through that um but we again just for the training day we got good work you know um hampton locked up on the bird enough to hold him in place uh, for and vegas they, to come around and back him exactly vegas came around and got and had a nice back yeah yeah so uh, we, we we had that um and then after that he, he was gone um he was out of there so at that point in time, you know, we, we, we come out, we came out of there and we hit this other spot that, why did we go over there where the turtle was? Were we just walking over there? Uh, we were looking for water. Is that what it was? Okay. I were walking around for, I don't know, three days. Right. And, uh, out of water. We didn't take any water with us. Well, we all, right, all right. So let's talk about that. I actually don't take water for my dogs when I hunt. Unless no. I'm in Thomasville. Because I don't need them drinking out of the creeks down there. Yeah. You know, yeah. the lakes and the creeks, they got gators. So. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> we ain't doing that. But if it's not Thomasville, I don't take water for my dogs. Um, they, I'm of the, the mindset that mind you I'm not I'm also not hunting Arizona like I, we're gonna find a creek at some point in time um I'm of the mindset and this is just old school um learning you know from Neil and all of those guys who you'll meet when you go down there but Can't wait for yeah man um it's gonna be a good time but you know their thing is like look you need to the dog needs to find its own water because the the thinking is that we don't, and this is a, a trial thing that they that they kind of adhere to, um, not necessarily a hunting thing, but I apply it in both ways. You need to find water because if you're if you're out there looking for water, it's a better chance that you're also out there looking for birds. If you're coming back into me, then we're wasting time. Yeah. So if you're out there looking for water. <laughs> We could be, you know, doubling up and killing two birds with one stone. What you think about that? I think that is right on. Yeah. Um, they had those ponds. The dogs had those ponds. They found those ponds. Mm-hmm. They drank water. Um, I think that's a, a great way to look at it is, you know, killing two birds with one stone, not coming back, not checking in with you. Yep. Yeah, come back and check in with you. He's still out there doing something. Right. At least he's not checking in with you. Right. And and if, now Vegas, he has his way of checking. Like of course you see he'll turn around and look like where you at. Mm-hmm. Um I just I got to stop him from swinging back as much. I don't mind it. But I want I want to and 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 again I said this out there it might be an age thing where he's kind of swinging around just a little too much. Yeah. You know, just a yeah. little too much. Now, once he now once he got in his role, though, he was gone. Yeah. Um, but 
it's interesting though that watching you and in, in Hampton work, y'all just hunt so much different than than, than we do. Um, yeah. You know, so style wise, talk about that, man. Like I, I really. I'm always I'm the guy that wants the dog out there. Like if I can put more wheels on him and go, I'm kind of like get away from me. But you you also hunt him a bit closer. Um, but I like y'all's vibe, man. So talk about that. So like you said, you like him far out there. You like him finding those birds. When I got Hampton, I was in the mountains of Utah, um, and honestly, I didn't want to run over the next mountain to find a dog. Right. Um, uh, working him close, I think he's always checking in with me. Um, not running all the way back to me, but, he, but I can communicate 50 yards away, mm-hmm. you know, hey, what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? Um, and keeping an eye on him, I can also watch his tail, his head, mm-hmm. what his eyes are doing. Um, if he's getting birdie, I can see if he's getting birdie, you know, 50 yards away. If he's 200 yards away, personally, I'm not going to look out there and be like, oh, he's getting birdie. Right. I'm like, all right, it's going to take me a minute to get over there. Right. Uh, I, I like that that close style. Um, I'm not running field trials like you are with the pointers and setters and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I think it's more of like, I think him and I, we, we do good one-on-one. If it's just him and me, yeah. that, that's kind of how I got him running. If it's just him and me, we're enjoying our time together and we're together. Hunting. Now, how are you going to bring in the little, what's the little one's name? Poppy. Okay. Poppy, you like the flower. Yeah, okay. Poppy. So how are you going to bring Poppy in? How, like, how are you going to sing? Are you going to hunt them separate? You going to hunt, I hope you hunt them together, but how, how are you going to finesse that? And then talk about her um, pedigree and, and, and like your, the story behind how and why you got that pup. So I'm I'm stuck on German wire hairs. I love them. Mm-hmm. Love them. Hampton was my first. He's almost eight now. Um, just got Poppy. I'm gonna hunt them together. Um, I am. Hampton was kind of like a natural bird dog. I let him do what he's gonna do. Yep. Poppy, she's got a whole lot of natural ability in her. Okay. But I'm also trying to refine little things with that low table that I was, I was you showing you. Yep. And I, I want to post that to uh, my social, if you don't mind. I, I, you know, it's another, it's a, it's another technique. And I, and I want to want you to talk about that too, but go ahead. Yeah. So she's going to be, she's on that low table. She's going to be more, a little bit more refined. Um, I want her a little bit further than Hampton is. Um, not as far as you want. Yeah. But a little bit further than what Hampton is. Um, and, I think if I give her that range and that freedom and a little bit more, you know, more background, more, you know, refined training, right. she's going to listen a little bit better. Um, and maybe she'll sit quiet in the duck blind because Hampton's show her. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no, nah, Hampton ain't got it. Uh-uh, we good. Uh, so, okay. Okay. So, what I what I like about talking to you also, um, I'm guilty of this, but you read a lot of training books, and, and this was enough. We talked about a lot of stuff out there, man. Um, <laughs> just, you know, all throughout the day. But one thing that came up is like the use of training books and training manuals, right? Like they are 
they're cool. They're great. I go by, you know, one, I'm literally looking at it right next to me. And I read a lot of different dog training manuals and things like that. But I think we both kind of came to the conclusion that we are starting to uh, are, you know, preferential to reading more narrative type stuff. And I like the fact that you 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 don't necessarily regurgitate a dog training technique. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It seems yeah. like just watching you guys go, you you developed your own particular running style. You know, it doesn't seem regurgitated. If that, I, yeah. you, you know what I'm trying to say? I yeah, I do. And you know, if I if I say. You know, there's Hanson's got five different words for the same thing. Right. And he knows every single one of them. Depends right. on my depends on how I'm feeling. Right. And what he's doing, and I'm going to use this word compared to this word. Yeah. Um, and and I think that's another keeping him guessing. Okay. So he knows he thinks about more, and he knows he's more into what he's doing right then. If mm-hmm. I'm you know, using ten different things, he knows. I got to listen out for 10 different things instead of one. Right. Right. Um, But those training, you and I were talking the, all the, all the training manuals are awesome. Right. But you go back to that, that woe table Mm -hmm. and the difference between it and a barrel and a board and this and that. It's all the same. Mm -hmm. Basically. Right. It's the same end goal. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, And I I like that man. Um, I I like to see people take you know different. I like to meet people and see people who who can t- take a technique or a method or a tool and just make it their own. And and that's probably the the art teacher in me. You know, like here's this tool. You know, or or or, or if you got a list of things that you want to use, pick one. And how are you getting it done? Um, and that was you know the your your dog's discipline and, and and your dog's polish it really came out on that last covey that we had right the the the, the big bang covey oh yeah <laughs> so all right and, and and what i mean by that is the 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 point the style everything that you needed on that covey i liked what i saw out of hampton but i'm gonna let you tell tell talk about what happened like because that was weird man like i don't know why anyway i'll let you go we got a whole video on youtube of the thing too so the video is short, but apparently you and Shane know that wherever that Kubota is parked <laughs> is where the birds are going to be at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And they were literally right in front of it. Yep. Right in front. Yep. Uh, Bro, so I feel we, I feel like I could park that Kubota in like a Walmart parking lot and walk ten feet away. <laughs> <laughs> it might work. It might work, man. But anywho, keep going. Um. Anyways, we we. We got through, we walking around, running around, um, and wanted to get back to Kubota and kind of wrap up things for the day. Um, we made it back. Shane came and picked us up in his truck after he got his water fixed. Thanks, Shane, for picking us up. He yep. was like a half a back to the Kubota. Bro, he came like right on time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get back over there and, 
you and I and the dogs are in the bed of the truck because um, we were just filthy nasty. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we got out of the truck and we walk out and I grab a bottle of water out of the Kubota and look over and Vegas is locked on point. Right? Mm-hmm. That's how we know it. Vegas was locked on point right in front of the Kubota. Mm-hmm. And Hampton's trying to get some water out of the water bottle and I'm like, Hampton, go over there and see what that is. Right. Hampton comes around locked on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, size over here on the left side, he comes in locked on point. And he was and locked up like right in front of us too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, they they created a triangle. The three dogs work great together. Right. They created the triangle, and it sat there and sat there. Shane went in, tried to flush some birds. He went around the back, tried to flush some birds. Nothing flushing. Uh, Hampton was like, you know, I'm gonna creep in here, see if I can flush some birds. No birds flushed. Right. Um, turned around and faced Vegas. Mm-hmm blocked on point again and i'm like you know i'm gonna walk around this other side <laughs> and, see. and when i step down and step on a little squeaky toy yeah no, that's <laughs> <what> it, <laughs> right. you might you could i think you could have definitely like legitimately stepped on one you were that I close stepped on one and grabbed one yeah and somehow all those dogs did such a good job but what we did is we 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 looked at their bodies and saw where they were looking mm-hmm. with their bodies. Um, I didn't, I don't remember looking at anybody's eyes or faces. Mm-mm. Well, all the, all the dogs were pointing. Like if we could, the way that they were pointing, if we had a, like drawn a line from like the center of the circle or the triangle to each one of their noses, they'd have made like a damn near perfectly equilateral triangle. Like it was, yeah, you see, what I'm saying like that's the best way to describe what was going on. They had to be right there. Yeah, the way we looked at it, the way they were set up, they had to be right there. Right, and lo, lo and behold, they were uh, next to Kubota. Yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> so, word to the wise: take your dog to a Kubota dealership, teach him to point Kubotas. Don't point yeah. nothing else. <laughs> Teach your dog to point Kubotas. Like, if you don't do anything else, the birds are always right there. Within 10 yards. And and it's funny, man, because, like, now we had a conversation about where to go. And this is before Shane came and got us. And we were at, like, kind of a fork almost. Like, we could have went left, could have went right. You actually said to go in the right direction. I was like, nah, man, let's go around the other way and try to go get them other birds over that way. Man, I was like, oh, see, that would have been real bad if we had walked around yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. Um, see, I, I like the way that the property looked up there by the Kubota. Yeah. That had that long wire grass or broom sedge or whatever's growing up there. Um, it was, it looked birdy. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we messed with these other birds over here for such a long time. I'm like, you know what? Give them a break. That looks pretty back there. It's going to take a half an hour to walk back there, but let's go. Yep. Um, and that's just funny to think. <laughs> they were back there. They, they were definitely we back there. Yeah. That's where we started. So that's where the Kubota was. We got out of the Kubota. Yep. We ran around that field. Then we were like, all right, let's go over towards Pond. And 
I don't know how we didn't find them in the first place, but maybe they weren't there. Maybe obviously. not. Well, they were also running. So, like, for the for them dogs to lock up the way that they did, and we got some a, a listener, Jay Wilson, talk, says, tell us about Poppy. So we don't get back into Poppy. But um, the, the way those dogs were pointing, I personally think that those dogs pointed those birds in the middle of that triangle. I think they were there. I do think they were there. My thought is that they ran around. They ran on those dogs. Yeah. And it was just timing or whatever you want to call it, that you stepped where you stepped and they were like, Oh shoot. And got on up out of there. Mm-hmm. Cause that don't make no sense to me that three very experienced dogs all of them professional wild bird. They're all wild bird dogs. That's where, that's where I think we go back to if we look at those dogs' faces. Yep. They were probably following those birds. Yep. But I was I wasn't looking at his eyes. I think we all got real excited. Oh yeah. I mean, because it, it was pretty too. I mean, it was <laughs> like you you forget you, you all that all that like technical stuff goes out the window when you like damn that that point was just pretty man like <laughs> um and and we were trying to, and the other thing too is the day was starting to close and that was the first and only covey that we got a solid point on yeah you see what i'm saying so yeah. you know of co- of course we're going to get excited um Real quick, and I want to move into Poppy. Um, I don't want the Instagram live to like cut off or something like that, and then we just be in mid conversation. If it does, because this thing be having a timer on it. Um, if it does, I'm just gonna start another live story and just log back in and do it how we just you know did like that. Um, but Poppy, right there, there you go. <laughs> There's Poppy. Okay, she, she must have known. So talk. What, what we got going on? How you gonna work her? Poppy is. Like I said, she's on the woe table. She's doing good. Um, she's, I know you don't like this. She's retrieving. <laughs> Yo, and that's cool. It, I'm, I'm, I'm nobody's pro dog trainer. I am nobody's pro dog trainer. But you know it drives me up the wall to be seeing puppies doing. You know, No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. This is what the real issue is. I don't mind because I, I had Vegas... Uh, quote unquote retrieving when he was Poppy's age. So mm. let me let me let me fix my issue with the, the thing. Okay, I don't like seeing pointing breeds so heavily focused on retrieving and not focused on pointing. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That is what my yeah. issue. I see so much of it where it's like, great, the dog can retrieve. Yeah, great, the dog can swim. Yeah, great, the dog can do this. But you're not teaching a young dog while it's a sponge to point and and manage birds. I yeah. think, and and I see it's like an over for all of that. Just get a damn lab. Yeah. So they that that is what it is. <laughs> woe table yeah right but you you to to back that up as far as a woe table um as far as the woe table goes you you had a situation the other day would you say you like forgot that she was on there something like that so we were 
we're going, you know, back and forth across the low table. She gets the mill. I say, whoa, she knows she's stopping here. Mm-hmm. She's staying still until I tell her to move. It's basically stay, but as she's standing. Right. So when she's pointing, she knows she can't move until, you know, that gunshot or that bird's down or further on down the road, whatever she learned. Right. Um, so we're whacking back and forth and, and we're, whoa, okay, good girl. All right, here, back and forth. And I leave her at whoa and I walk over. I think my phone was outside um, on the steps and it went off and wanted to go get a sip of beer. And I'm sitting there answering a text message and I'm like, oh, into this conversation. And I look over and she just turned, well, she turned 15 weeks tomorrow, I guess. 15, Damn, she, 16, she, she ain't 16. even full. So she's just at four months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And on the phone, I'm like, oh, I have a sip of my beer. And I look over, I'm like, I left her on low. She's still staying in there. <laughs> and she wasn't even looking at me. She was looking at something off in the distance. Like, I'm just going to stay here. Yeah. And until dad says I can do something else. That's and, what's up. Yeah. I think we keep doing that over and over again. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, and see, like stuff like that, I, I like. I'm, I and I sound like the biggest hater, man. I know I do. I know I sound like the biggest hater right now, but I it just drives me up the wall when I see little pointer puppies, and it's like retrieve, 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 and you just keep going, and I'm just like, but why are we not letting the dog? walk around and point and knock birds and bump bird. You know what I'm saying? Like, wh- why are we not doing that? <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's, and it's all, you know, what you want to do with your dog. I mean, that, it really boils down to that. Um, you know, Plody might text me in a second and be like, Darrell, you sound like a freaking idiot, but you know, it, it's all in what you want to do in your dog. Also, again, I'm, I'm going to give myself the defense. Uh, I don't let Vegas retrieve. <laughs> so that's the other catch to it. I mean, he will, and, and I've done all of that stuff just to have it in my back pocket. Now, I'm going to need it for this Nastra trial that we got next weekend. Um, now, I am doing – I got a Nastra trial next weekend and one in December, and then I got an American field um uh, uh, Southern Bird Hunters Association trial coming up. So the thing is, I got one trial where it allows you to retreat. You have to shoot and kill and retrieve birds. And then the other thing is just steady to wing a shot. Okay. You know, so I like to have it in that. I, I like to have it in my back pocket because I do want to be able to kill a bird and not send my lab in and tap or tell Vegas to go pick it up just on a whim. I like to keep them on. You mentioned keeping them on, on the toes earlier. Like I'll randomly send Vegas in to retrieve just to, just to keep them broke, but let them know like every blue moon, you might, you know, snatch one up. Yeah. You know, so think, yeah, yeah, you, it's, it's almost like having a virtual dog. Kind of, sort of, <laughs> but they're just white with an actual tail. So, you know, <laughs> white. well, yeah. <laughs> all the way white. All right. <laughs> white and orange. If you want to get technical to it, <laughs> uh, orange, lemon, you know, some, some, some in there. Um, 
you know, so I, I'm I'm just saying, man, y'all 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 versatile dog guys. Um, I will admit, so there are two there are two versatile breeds, if you want to call it, that I am actually interested in, and I don't I don't know if I'd ever actually get it because pointers and setters just seem to be my thing. But if I had to, I would I would hit up Jennifer Wapinski um, for one of her. Um, German long hairs mm. or uh, I still like a dog with a tail <laughs> or um, what is it? A, a, a brat d'Auvergne, like a, that, that real, that French pointing breed. It's like a brat d'Auvergne. Like if I had to get, I, I, I really like those dogs, mm-hmm. but don't what tell about- what about that double nose dog? Oh. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You talk, you talking about that? That it's like a. It was in the last project upland. It's like a double nose Spanish pointer. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a version of a Spanish pointer, basically. Like in short, like it, it's got that shotgun looking nose. Um, I think it's it's out of Spain or or Italy one or Portugal. I think it's out of Spain though. But anyway, it's in the Latin in the the uh, issue. Volume two, issue two. Matter of fact, I think it's in that one. Um, let me triple check my facts. Hang on. I'm looking at it now, so there's no reason why I need to be wrong. Um, yeah, it's in volume two, issue two. Um, where where Craig Koshik talks about that particular um it's a very rare dog actually nowadays. Um I you know, they look like if you put a side-by-side shotgun on a Brocco Italiano's nose. That's what they look like. Yeah. Oddly enough, and they're not, they're slow dogs. They are not like super rangy. I, I would oh. get one, dude. <laughs> 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 I would, I would, I would definitely get one. Um, I'm trying to see if I got my magazine. Hang on. Let me see if I got my magazine. And if I do, I can find the actual name of the breed. No, it's put up somewhere. But anyway, um, I, I have the name of the breed or whatever like that. And it's a it's just a really I don't know. Stuff like that is kind of cool to me. Um, just weird, quirky, you know, looking breeds like that. I just like stuff like that. I don't know how practical it would be down here in Georgia. Um, But again, no, I let me take that back too because that dog and your dog probably carry your dog probably has a little bit of more range, like you know, a little bit more. Yeah, but that that dog is not like out there, out there, like it ain't doing, you know, what Vegas and them doing. No, 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 not at all. You know, so um, I I don't, I don't know, man. I think you could just adapt it to the way it works, but. It's a quirky looking dog, but I can't, I can, I can just see that big old double nose like that. Like that thing has got to be a good pointing breed, bro. How's it decide what size? Bird? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it, if that was the case, then maybe we should have sent that dog in for where that, Cy was at that first time on that open covey and the dog uh, would have just stopped. He just pulled in all the scent from both sides. This way. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, you know, I, I think that would have been the, the opportune time for a situation like that, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so I need to get out there um, and do so. Um, but anyway, man, I think that training day was good. That was the last, uh, you know, major uh yeah that was the last cover we had that day um you know what what did you what did, what did you think what what was your critical analysis of Vegas that day the little bit of side that we had that day and and then we'll end on your critical analysis of Hampton that day all right um Vegas I'm a good looking dog. Be careful now. (laughs) What you're saying is recorded now. Be careful. (laughs) (laughs) No, he he carried himself really well. Um, He kind of led the pack. I think all the dogs were kind of worried about each other at first time. At Mm -hmm. first, for the first little bit, they're like, all right, what's this guy doing? What's this guy doing? What's this guy doing? You know? Right. Um, Then they kind of. They hunted together, but they broke out on their own. Yeah, was, was good. Uh, Vegas did a great job. Um, he at first, you know, he was kind of worried about the other dogs, so he stayed a little bit closer. But then he got out there. Right. He just wanted. He got out there, um, worked bird uh, running at distance he wanted to. So I think he, I think he he, he loosened up and and uh, and got out there and did what he wanted to do. Right. Um, for the short time we saw him really surprised me how far that dog ran. Yeah, yeah. So I got some range on him, dude. Like, next county. <laughs> and we're next talking county. about a, sh- like, not that it's abnormal for a short hair to do that, but like, confidently running to the next county. I was like, dang, okay. Well, like you said, he lives there, too. Right. He lives there. Right. You know? what's around the next bend. He knows what's over here, over there. Um, and that might have been that difference mm-hmm. between his distance and next distance in right. that situation. Um, hey, Hampton pointed that single. Yeah. And yeah. You know, as much as as much as, you know, you can get mad at all dogs for <laughs> running over a covey and uh-huh. not and not seeing that so when when they find one yeah. in the woods by itself you're good that's good work good. man yeah yeah so that that was your moment right there yeah okay when, when, I, when we looked over and he you're like Hank is on point right there and there he goes okay and that that was good and that was that was that was also you know he was close to us he wasn't but 30 yards yeah when he was, he was on point he was right there. Right there. Yep. And that's where the bird was, and that's where he needed to be. So And good. and and confidently right there too. Um I think we need to address the idea uh, real quick, but address the idea of creeping and tracking. Because that mm-hmm. bird was running and Hampton definitely stayed on it best he could. Yeah. Um that bird wasn't when wasn't wasting no time getting out of there. And what he the what he was doing was that actually able to give us enough time to, to at least slow the bird down, get Vegas in there for back. And we were able to at least pursue it. Cause we weren't that far from the bird. No, he was just, you know, the next 
real in front of us. Right. Boom, boom, boom. They just and went. This was all, all within 50 yards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to a steep slope. He wasn't going anywhere fast. Right. He wasn't flying. He was running. Um, but I think, you know, he held just long enough. And Vegas came around and back, which you need those. You get points for back for backing too in, in your trial. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, now you, all right. So it's a little different though. With Nastra, you do, um, you get points for a back and, and things like that. Um, it's weird, man. And I don't, I don't maybe this is the little bit of uh, the, the few people I've met with Nastra, but like I've seen people like walk up to their Nastra dogs and maybe it was just a lack of experience, but they would like hold their dog by the, 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 like hold their dog while they're backing. Like what? No, your dog just needs to stop. Yeah. Um, but I just think that was that 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 uh, yeah, like it ain't backing. You just holding your dog back. But you know, maybe that was just that small few people that I had seen doing it. And I was like, why the hell is your dog not backing? But anyway, um, you get points in Nashville for backing. You so American Field and, and Southern Bird Hunters Association is all of that stuff is not judged on a point system. It's just totally subjective. <laughs> so okay. your dog needs to bat anyway. Yeah. Just because if he don't, you're picking him up and he's out of there. Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah. there there are no points. It's just your dog is gone if he ain't backing. Yeah. Um yeah. but you that have all the style and all everything. Everything. Um I mean it I was the way Vegas was back in Hampton, I would I was cool with that for a field trial. Okay. You know, um, it was very confident, you know, high on both ends. Um, you know, he, he if 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 he didn't, if there was not another dog in front of him, you could mistake it for a point, and I'm cool with that. Um, but anywho, man, I'm 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 glad you enjoyed hunting. Um, you know, over my dog because nobody wants to be the do- the guy whose dog comes out there. And you'd be like, ah, oh, like what? What? Can you put your dog up, bro? Um, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad we got a chance to actually meet because we've been talking for how long now? For a minute now, like wow. a while. Oh, like as soon as you turned out and I heard you're from Georgia, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> there's not many of us. Well, there is, but you know, yeah, but I'm, we, I'm we, we you're yeah. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. There's not too much around us compared to South Georgia. No, 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 no. Now, you have the privilege of getting out to South Georgia more often than I can, so I'm, I'm jealous about that. I was just there Wednesday for a little bit. Did you Did you go scouting? No, no. I drove by. I oh. waited. <laughs> hey, I, WMA. I, I got to get back home. I've been on the road for 15 hours. <laughs> It's a nice thought. All right. Well, opening day. Um, I, I, I think we got a few hunts lined up and things like that to go. Um, we've been chatting about it. Um, you know, my season is pretty much. I'm a, as far as I know. If I'm not at a trial, I'm gonna be hitting you up to hunt, man. Or you're gonna be having a baby. Well, I'm gonna be doing that too. And that little joker. Oh, yo, I did not tell you the news. So, how about this little joker? He was due. October 28th. Uh-huh. This little joker measuring four weeks early. So he could drop like now. Right, right now. That little joker could say, I'm coming to like right now. Get off the podcast. Yeah. 
Yeah. Whole eight, he's eight pounds already. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so that little joker can say, no, nah, this is happening right now. And is your wife still on here? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe if she drops tonight, then, uh, you know, <laughs> your birth season might be easier. It, you know, I think it would be. I would love if he. All right. So this is this is what needs to happen. All right. What really needs to happen is I got tomorrow I go to work. So go ahead and start going into labor now. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow I don't have to go to work. So then we got Saturday, we got Sunday, because I was only planning on taking like four or five, four days off, give or take, because like my school, we don't have paternity leave. So you, you just take what you got. And so I was okay. going to take like four days off or whatever. So go into labor now, drop tomorrow, that's Friday, give me Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday and Tuesday, I'm off work. And that was just going to be a training day for, for me. Like, if it's raining Monday, then I'll probably go Tuesday. Yeah. And if maybe you, morning, maybe it's just going to rain Monday morning. So Maybe so. <laughs> maybe so. Um, but either way, I mean, I got those two days. I was going to go and do some Nastro work, you know, just getting him in, in, in or getting Vegas in the game for the trial that I have next weekend. So you can go ahead and just come on now. I don't lose any sick any any sick time. And I still got my season. Cuz technically right technically right now like as of today like right now I should be on the road to Wisconsin. Like I should be I would have I would be napping right now. At 12 o'clock, I had this whole situation planned out. At 12 o'clock, I was going to leave to hit the road to go to Wisconsin um, to, to go hunt grouse with my buddy Paul Cook. Now, I've been planning this for a whole year. Like, Paul and I have been talking about this trip for about a whole year now. Darrell got his wife pregnant. <laughs> so, and on top of that, we were, she was even cool with me going. When it was like, oh, okay, he's going to come on the 28th. Not this week. Not this week. So she was like, yeah, just go. Just like, you know, do your thing. That, that's, that's a 24-hour drive. You six, have it's, to six, leave it's 16 truck. for me. From 16 for me to where they're at. Okay. You have to leave your truck and fly back and then fly back to get your truck later on after the baby is born. Yep. Yep. Worth it. <laughs> you said it I didn't you said it I didn't I thought it but you said it I didn't okay <laughs> and then all I can do what I can do is, is is have him pay me back later he can scoop shit out of kennels and do all this uh-huh. other stuff and he say dad why are you doing this to me I say boy could you cost me X amount of dollars when you were yep. born because I was on a grouse trip in Wisconsin <laughs> so you paying me back for all of that <laughs> so we had to switch it up because she when we got the four week like measurement notice and stuff she was like no nah, like uh uh-uh. uh you, you gotta you gotta chill like whatever you do needs to be around here so I've been doing whatever it is you know around the city um, yeah. so in January Paul and I switched up the plans and we're gonna go and hunt 
in Arizona, and I've already gotten the work time off. You told me about Arizona. Yeah, we hunting all three species of quail out there. And he said the bird numbers are good. So <laughs> it's it's redemption, my friend. I, I'd like to go up to Wisconsin up there and see that and see those Northwoods. Yeah, yeah. All that ground. Well, um, let's just reschedule it, you know. Let's just put it together. Yeah. Let's just do that. Um, you know, let let let's let's just get back out there, man. Because I I'm still the initial plan was to go out there and see my setter pups, uh, mother. Okay. But the thing is, he won't. He and obviously he's not going to run her if she comes in the heat, um, in January. Because. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. So I'll have. I still want to go and see her because I really like everything Paul has sent me. The dog's name is Casita. So if anybody you know knows what's going on, the dog's name is Casita. Which, all right. Last thing, Craig. I'm a, I'm gonna end with this. Casita is all right. So Paul and I have this thing about name. We we made a deal. We're gonna name our dogs after thoroughbred racehorses because because Casita was the name of one of the um, original mayors um, for thoroughbreds out out of the Middle East. So I got that authentic horse that I own a share of that won the Kentucky Derby. So now I've got to incorporate authentic into this setter's name. So that's the, that's that, that's the thing that we got going on there. I got this. Yeah. Authentico. Authentico, something like that. All right, but then, but then there's the the other piece. So, I I'm I I'm pretty sure he's going to um breed to Kaladin's Da Vinci, which is a dog, a, a setter dog you can find on YouTube from uh Ross Calloway. Now, if he breeds to Kaladin's Da Vinci. That actually works dope for my whole art thing because I can call it like authentic Da Vinci. Like I actually got like a for real authentic Da Vinci piece. See how uh-huh. I'm gonna swing that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, um, meant, it's so, meant to be. It's meant to be, man. It's meant to be. All we need to do is just get the pup, man. But um Anyway, that's the the nerd in me, man. Like the whole, I, I like looking at stuff like that. But anyway, brother, like we we got another training day coming up. Or hell, by the time we get back together, it might be hunting season. Because <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm my month is is pretty much shot. So by the time we link up, it'll it, it probably will be the first week of quail season. Let's just go out sometime around then. You'll be you'll be pushing my little baby boy around in the stroller. We'll be like <laughs> busting through the brush. <laughs> well, see, that's why you got flushes though. That's why you get a lab so you don't have uh-huh. to push strollers through the brush, man. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk the edges, all right. Spraying with a little bug spray, you know, make sure you don't, you don't get bit up because we ain't got no immune system shots yet. Spraying with a little yeah. bug spray and let Ruger do all the flushing work. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then yeah. it, and then we're good. Well, you get you a horse, you can just ride on the horse. I could do that. I, horse. I, I could do that. So now we need to convince my wife to allow, to, to just let me go ahead and buy a good old horse. 
All right. And she's cool with it, but not just right now. We need to go ahead and get it right now. Not a good time. Not a good time. I mean, look, we here now. Like, I go big or go home. I feel like we should just go ahead and commit to the horse thing. Just go ahead and blow all the money now. That way, the, the, the kid can grow up with the horse. We got the other dog. The kid can grow up with the other dog. We're good. Just blow yeah. all the money now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there you go. There you go. You know, I, I I can't say that I'll probably have a wife after that, but you know. <laughs> well. Craig, it has been fun, brother. Like, I, I can't thank you enough for getting on this podcast with me, man. I appreciate you having me, Darrell, man. That was, that was fun, and uh, we need to get back out and uh, train before you got another baby or yeah. after or during or anything. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to hit you up and let you know what we got going on, what I got going on this week, because I got them, them two off days. So if I ain't got no baby, then... I'm just going to be out doing some bird work. So, you know, let's, let's, let's link up if you got the time, man. I got the time. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, to the rest of the Instagram world, um, thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, This is the Gundog Notebook podcast with Mr. Craig Banger. And, you know, that's it. That's another episode. I'm a little late on this episode, though. I'm I'm like two weeks late. My bad. That's what happens when you got a kid on the way. But anyway, we get we're gonna get back on the schedule. All right. We're gonna get back on the schedule, the weekly schedule. Um, and, and thank y'all for tuning in. All right. See y'all later. See y'all. All right, guys. I hope y'all enjoyed that episode with Mr. Craig Banger. Um, we are definitely gonna be getting some more uh work done in the, the very, very near future. Um, but just a couple of housekeeping things, man. I just wanted to kind of let y'all know what else I got going on, um, especially with Minority Outdoor Alliance. I am definitely working hard to get that off the ground and, and do everything that I want to do and, and so on and so forth. Um, we, I, I've been able to, to make a lot of really good strides um, in that department. And I, I appreciate so many of you guys for coming out and expressing your support and i know it's it's <laughs> one thing that i am learning is it takes a lot to get a minor a uh, a nonprofit um off the ground but we've had a few accomplishments um i am working um with orvis actually pretty soon to go ahead and 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 get some just virtual and social media initiatives going on i know this whole covid thing kind of limits gathering and, and events and things like that to what we can do but i do want to thank um, the Orvis company, Reed Bryant and Julia Zima for working with Ashley and I on some upcoming events. Also, Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. We got something coming up with you guys there. But also the Theodore Roosevelt Conservation Partnership um, was so gracious enough with Fosberg and, and, and Mr. Stephen Ranella um, were so gracious enough to have me on their uh, their this year's Capital Awards Banquet. So if you got a chance to see it, check it out. I know it's online as well on YouTube. You can check it out. I had a little little short cameo, but you know, it, to be able to be in the, the the sphere of these guys and to be working in in conservation and diversity and inclusion. You know, that whole ballpark, you know, this has been a good year. I don't care what nobody else says. You know, I know it's a whole lot going on, but we are definitely making a change. And, and these folks, uh, the TRCP, uh, the Orvises, the Pheasants Forever, the BHAs, everybody has been 
you know, and more, more companies, but everybody has been so gracious and kind to support what it is that I am building. So that's, you know, just kind of the, the, the recent news. We got the website going. We've got two articles um, and, and two more actually coming. Um, I just need to get through the editing and so on and so forth and check in for grammar, blah, 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 blah. But we've got um, Jennifer Wapinski's article that is posted on the website as well as mine. So you guys can go there and check it out. And I'm always thankful for donations. I've had a few come in over the last few days. Um, and it, I mean, it just it just keeps rocking and rolling. Um, and it makes the outdoors for everyone. I don't want to give you the whole dissertation and mission, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure y'all have heard me talk about it on other podcasts before. Um, and thanks to the other podcast hosts for featuring me um, as well. Recently, I was on the Harvest Nature podcast and talking to those gentlemen about, you know, food and conservation and diversity and the whole thing. I was on Reed Bryant's Orvis podcast. Um Man, <laughs> I've had a lot of really, really, really good opportunities coming up. Um, some in the past, I'm very absent minded at times. So if I didn't shout you out, I uh, don't mean anything by it, but I, I just, it's, it's actually been a good catalog this year. <laughs> um, for magazines, guys, go and, you know, check out the Project Upland magazine. Um, if you haven't, guys, reach out to me and I can get you a copy of the most recent issue. I've got a couple on hand that that I'm willing to ship to you folks. So just reach out to me at the gundog notebook at gmail dot com. Um, and I didn't leave the Minority Outdoor Alliance website. It is the it is just Minority Outdoor Alliance dot org. But back to the magazines, guys, if you have um if you are a member of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, um, you will have gotten the Backcountry Journal where I have an article uh, featured featured there. Land Tawny and Zach uh, were so gracious to have me in there. It's an article that I have uh, called Bird Dog Training 101. So thanks to those gentlemen for, for, for having me in there. It's actually the first like actual training article that I wrote. Um, but it shares a, a few of my philosophies and, and things like that, um, that, you know, just simplifying, I guess the approach. Um, so go join Backcountry hunters and anglers. If you have not already and check out the, um, the article that I have in there also quail forever and, and pheasants forever, but recently I was in the Quail Forever Journal of Upland Conservation. I've got an article in there called The Promise, where Chad Love was so kind enough to feature some of my old crazy writings and, and things. And it, it talks about a southeastern quail hunter, myself, and my first, uh, you know, first dog, Ruger, and first quail hunt and, and a promise that I made to Ruger and I make to both of my dogs now. So go check that out, guys. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, you know, have that feature and, uh, you know, I was also in the recent uh, gun dog magazine, not recent because um, we got two issues and sitting in front of me, but the last gun dog magazine. So thanks for uh, to Callie Parmley for having me in there. Um, I was able to talk some more bird dog stuff and, and quail hunting down here in the southeast in Georgia. So check that out, guys. Um, 
it has been a really, really good year. I, I It's been a busy year. Um, I appreciate so many people just reaching out again in support of the podcast. I've, I've been told a lot of people are learning a lot from the guests that I've had on. Um, I've been just enamored with the recent DVDs that I got from George Hickox. I'm trying to get in contact with George to set up some, some more promotional stuff for you guys to be able to get the great beginnings, DVDs and, and, and training upland retrievers and, and all of that stuff, man. So just go check out George Hickox's work. Um, if you need the reference and so on and so forth, I can get it to you. But I mean, all you really got to do is just type in George Hickox, uh, bird dogs, and you will find it online. Um, go get the great beginnings DVDs. I think that's what I'm going to spend these, these extra days that I got off this weekend, just kind of going back through, making sure that I can clean up Vegas, um, you know, for this upcoming trial season and hunt season. And speaking of trial and hunt season, um, this upcoming weekend, obviously not today, but uh, I guess next weekend. I don't know how people like refer to that stuff. But anyway, next weekend, um, I will be running uh, a NASTRA trial here in Georgia. So hope we're going to be running open um, with NASTRA. I'm not trying to run amateur. I'm just going to run my dogs in open from just because why not? Um, an amateur fills up so quick anyway, but I, I just like the competition of open um, run, run with the big dogs. It's how I think about it. But I will be running uh, Vegas in uh, his first national trial, actually. And then shortly after that, at the end of this month, we will be running a uh, Southern Bird Hunters Association trial um, as well here in Georgia. And then in December, we've got another national trial that um, I have went ahead and, and, and put my name in the hat for um, and to keep these dogs going. I know the guiding season is about to pop off. So just something that I, I actually got wind of and got word of uh, the birds club where I guide at actually has a new, you know, little workshop seminar things, gun dog and retriever training, uh, the wild rose way, which is what I use for Ruger, um, at the birds club in Newton County, Georgia. It's on November 7th and 8th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, and basically wild rose will present a two day sporting dog training season focused on upland and waterfowl hunting, uh, following the principles of the wild rose way. So many of you guys have asked me, what did I use to train my lab? Well, that was what I used. I got the book from Mike, Mike Stewart. Um, the course will involve training methods and techniques for game recovery, emphasizing steadiness, handling, hunting, uh, enhancement and participants should definitely bring the textbook. I have that same textbook is sporting dogs and retriever training the wild rose way. Bring a lead, bring some bumpers, bring a whistle, rain gear and a shotgun with light loads. Um, you know, the second day afternoon will include gunfire with the dogs and all sporting breeds are welcome. Um, but particularly for my retriever folks and flesh and dog folks, the Wild Rose way is a really, really, really um, effective way of training your dog. If you want to go make a reservation, which I do encourage you to go do, um, make your reservation with Rachel or Sandy. Um, you can uh, also contact uh, Mike as well. So, you know, all of that information is available. Reach out to me. If you need to, um, you can hit up Mike Stewart at mstewart at uklabs.com, uh, Rachel and Sandy at the Burge Club at uh, 770-787. 
5152. You can reach out to Sandy at 678-618-2148. Sandy's a really good dude. Um, I I really enjoy talking to him every time I get a chance to. I'm usually guiding out there. So he'll kind of pop up and just, you know, say hey. And and he's a very, very, very good host. Rachel as well. I enjoy sitting down with Miss Rachel and and, and just kind of giving her an update on what's going on. Um, you know, I, I actually last year taught their grandson and, uh, he, he was a cool little dude, man. He's, he's a cool dude in art class. But anyway, um, check out that retriever course at the Burge club as well. Um, and also when we talk about all of this stuff that I got going on from field trials to hunting to, uh, guiding, I need, I found a way to keep my dogs, um, keep the motor running. And it is by using the new elements, nutrition products that I have. Um, I can definitely, definitely, definitely give you the details. Um, more, if you are interested, more of it was discussed, um, on the George Hickox episode that I just did before this episode. Um, but if you want to find out more, just go to elements.dog, um, you know, elements.dog. Um, and, and you'll see all of their canine nutrition products and things like that. But I'm definitely enjoying it. And, and thus far during the training days, I've used it, you know, a few times. It seemed like Vegas just bounced right on back. So, <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about it. Anywho, keep your dogs fueled up, man. And being fueled up, um, I also want to just, you know, kind of get into some of the the new um, Yukonuba premium performance stuff, man. Just I've been talking about this new feed and I'm really, really excited. And a lot of folks have been asking, well, we need bigger bags and so on and so forth. Well, they got bigger bags now. They got the 40 pound bags. Um but just some background on it, man. I don't I don't think I ever went into some background. Well, Yuganuba believes that peak performance is what happens when dogs' natural athletic ability is shaped by training and unleashed by nutritional science. Like that's kind of their their whole vibe, man. And and to get everything your dog's got, you need nutrition that holds nothing back. And and they created a premium performance lineup to help get that maximum potential out. Um there's four formulas. You've got the sprint, the exercise, the sport, the work. Um, and, and the work is, is for the, the extreme, like the, the super professionals. Um, but the sprint is a 2113 for short and intense activities like fly ball, agility and, and dock diving. So that that's kind of that sector of the, the, the performance dog world. Um, you've got exercise that, that formula, the 26, 16 exercise formula for moderate and sustained activities like running, hiking and assistance. Um, a gentleman actually just asked me about 26, 16 versus 30, 20. I always use 30, 20, the sport 30, 20 blend. I've used sport. Um, I'm sorry. I've used 30, 20 for all of my dogs from the point that I had uh, pit bulls to my bird dogs. Now, I just think it's it's been the most consistent for me. Um, but the sport is for long and sustained activities like sporting, tracking and working. And obviously, the last is the work 3028 for very long and sustained activities like working hurting and mushing and nobody down here in Georgia is doing any of that. 
Um, but each formula features an activity-based nutrient uh, levels for energy that matches the dog's efforts. After all, for sure, a dog that's sprinting for two minutes, two minute bursts, uh, definitely needs different fuel than a dog that's making its like 60th to 100 retrieve of, of the day. I mean, you really got to think about what your dog is doing out there. They've got like this antioxidant cocktail, um, such a good word, but the antioxidant cocktail that supports post-exercise uh, recovery to help, you know, day three feel like day one. You know, you want to keep that going. Um, and then they got G1 technology that supports optimal nutrition, uh, nutrient delivery, any nutrition that isn't absorbed into the body, of course, is fuel that they could have used to perform. So you don't want to waste anything. And that same approach means the same results. And that's why you can imagine a new kind of canine nutrition over 50 years ago and why we continue to grow. It's so funny to say over 50 years ago, my uh, I very, very vividly remember in my childhood you know, Yukonuba being around and it was the top dog food back then. Uh, Miss Maddie, she's passed on, you know, by now, many years ago, but she was a, a family friend of uh, my grandma's and Miss Maddie used Yukonuba. And, you know, I thought it was such a funky word when I was a kid. I used to always used to say it, but she had these beautiful German shepherds um, and she, she fed them the top of the line food and she was adamant about it. And my granddad always um, talked about that food and, and and so on and so forth. And we've always had dogs in the family. And my granddad found out I was sponsored by Yukonuba. He was excited. He's like, oh man, you got that good stuff now. So the new premium performance lineup harnesses the power and nutritional science to create formulas that hold nothing back. Like I keep saying, and I keep emphasizing that um, my dogs love it. And historically we have been a fan of Yukonuba in, uh, in my, in my family. So, you know, just if, if, if I can't encourage you enough to <laughs> to get more out of your dog with Yukonuba Premium Performance, I don't know what else to do, guys. I know there's a whole lot of other options from a whole lot of other companies, but I'm definitely swearing by it. And, and, and it's not because of the sponsorship. It's definitely because that's what it is that I believe in. Um, a lot of you guys saw Vegas when I first got them and little dude was just, you know, it, 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 it wasn't, I wasn't feeding them. Okay. Guys don't, don't, don't let's use common sense. I feed my dogs guys. I've been sponsored. So I got it. But the food that I was using beforehand, Vegas was not absorbing well. His body was basically, it was going in and it was coming out, but it wasn't picking up any nutrition. So he wasn't filling out. Well, I knew that I needed to switch to Yukonuba. Um, because they had just come out with that new formula right around the time that I got in Vegas. So, I mean, it was like the stars aligned and within like two days, Vegas filled out and he looked really, really good. Um, and that was quick turnaround time. And ever since I've been happy with the feed. Um, so that's you can Uber, uh, sporting dog, man. Um, Dakota two eighty three has a wealth of new products and, you know, redesigning of the website, just go check it out. Um, at Dakota dot com. Um, you got the G3 and Hero Kennels, and 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 we can get more into that um, as uh, as time goes on. Um, you got new hats, new gear, new food and water bowls, storage accessories. You got a whole wealth of stuff. But when you buy it, do not forget to put my promo code in TGDN10. Please don't forget to do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I want to talk a little bit about. Um, something else that I'm really interested in getting, and that's that new Garmin Alpha 200i. I think I said 200 in the intro, but whatever, 200i. 
Um, it just basically takes everything that has been tested, tried and true um, with the Alpha 100 and adds a list of great new features. And, and there's a whole lineup of that stuff on the uh, Garmin website. So go check that out. I'm actually trying to get my hands um, on, you know, on that new device. Now, I'm not even usually big into touchscreen stuff. Like that's why I got my 550 plus, but, um, and I'm in right now I'm using the Astro 320. Um, and I, I, I like it. I'm actually not upset with the Astro, but I'm really curious about this new, um, Astro 200i. So go check it out, man. If you already got it, let me know what you think about it. I'm trying to get my hands on it very, very, very soon. It of course syncs well with the, uh, TT15 and many, you know, in the mini collars and things like that. So you should not have to change all of that stuff up. Um, you know, so that that's been the story. My life was going on. The last thing, man, I got my baby due, man. So if you don't hear from me <laughs> in the next few days, weeks, whatever like that for a second, it's probably because I got a baby on the way. My son will be here. We got a new little dog, man. Hopefully that's on the way. Mr. Avery. Um, but yeah, my wife's measuring like four weeks early. So, <laughs> um, he is knocking on the door really. So, you know, wish us, we, we, you know, well wishes are appreciated and, and, and we will, uh, see him when he gets here. But anywho, guys, outside of that, my other new project, I'm just working on my own little thing just as time goes on. And that's Cheyenne kennels. Um, just, I've made some posts and things like that. I'm not trying to really, it's, it's one of those things. I'm not really trying to like be a major breeder or a major dog trainer. This is more so for myself. Um, just breeding my pointers and, and the setter that I am getting, you know, I want to keep good dogs in tow and, and, you know, get something and, and get other good dogs to friends of mine or clients or anything like that. And anybody that's interested in, uh, bird dogs, but I've always wanted to start a kennel. Um, and so why not go ahead and at least get the wheels turning? So I've got to design my own logo. And of course it's Vegas and, and it coming from one of my favorite photos of him with a, with a beautiful point that he had. Um, you know, I, I was able to, to rip it off the photo and, and things like that. And it actually came in a video, but, um, you know, I, I really like what he is showing from, his whole development, I mean, he he is, he is, that's my buddy. That's my little buddy. And Ruger has definitely, um, you know, he's been my teacher. He, I call Ruger the great teacher. Um, but I really want to spend my time emphasizing um, or put my emphasis in pointers and, and setters. You know, that's that's really kind of my my vibe. So, you know, you'll you'll periodically hear about that um, over time. It'll be something that I plan on kind of passing down to my kids, something I hope to develop over the next few years. Um, so just check that out, man. And uh, I hope your hunting season is, you know, going really, really, really well. I know a lot of you guys. Um, I know a lot of you guys have, have already started and. A lot of you guys are, if you're like us down here in Georgia, you are waiting <laughs> to get started. Um, so if you already have, I know ducks have kicked off, you know, teal, this and that dove season. I have not gone back out for doves. It's just been kind of slow here. Weather's been funky. I'm going to wait till like a, like a, a, a weird weather push kind of happens and see what we can do with the birds there. 
Um, but it's going to be a busy season for me. Um, it's going to be a very, very, very busy season for me. Um, not only on the hunting and trial and guiding front, but just as far as literature, I'm really trying to push myself to get this book done. Um, the title of the book will be, uh, the gospel of great dog men. All right. I settled on that. I really like that. You know, it's, 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 it's like just black enough, right? Like it's, you know, the whole, like I, I, religion and spirituality, spirituality, all of that stuff, um, in the, 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 the African-American church has been something that's been a big part of my life. You know, my, my grandma, um, was in the church choir and she, she could, she could, could sing is what they say. She could sing, um, you know, she could blow, she could sing. And, uh, I really remember that. So I wanted to kind of allude to that in the title of the book. Um, so that's just kind of where I'm going, man. Um, you know, I, I appreciate, you know, all of you reaching out again in support of all of my initiatives. It seems like I never get, I never seem to put enough on, on my, my docket and all of that stuff. But thank y'all for supporting guys. Thank y'all for listening to the gun dog notebook podcast. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. You guys get back out, get yourself, you know, into the woods, into the field, bring someone out with you. Mentorship is a huge, huge, huge necessity, guys. And, and, and we will not move forward if we don't continue to recruit others. Um, like I said about the Landry's, you know, not only teaching kids and, and young adults and, and, and adult onset hunters to get into to, to the outdoors to hunt fish but especially you know my vibe is bird dogs um but we need folks coming up with new products man you know I, i'm i'm just so excited that we've got like a new generation of um 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 um, um, um you know hunting and hunting vests right like you know bird vests we've got you know hunt ready you got final rise you got um pike gear um, all of these guys have been just just really, really kind. You got soggy dog gear. You guys have enough on your plate. And of course, I'm going to tell you to go support Orvis. Go support Project Upland. Guys, this is like this is this is a new generation of Upland hunters. So can't nobody say that this is this is dying. This sport is not dying at all. It's, it's too many great things and too many great opportunities to get out there and do um do your best and, and bring the best out of your dogs guys so like i said i'm gonna wrap it up here before i keep ranting guys this is another episode of the gun dog notebook podcast thank you for listening this is your host Darrell smith and i will see y'all next week <laughs>